Welcome to the Power of Five podcast with Glenn Blakeney. Join us for revelatory teaching as well as riveting discussions and guest interviews on all things fivefold ministry. Welcome to the Power of Five podcast. My name is Glenn Blakeney, and I'm so glad that you have joined us. Man, it's going to be an amazing podcast. We're going to be talking about all things fivefold ministry, ascension gifts, apest, whatever you want to call it, but based on Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, where it says that Jesus, after he ascended, he gave gifts to men, some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, hence the term fivefold and also ascension gifts. APES stands for apostle, prophet, evangelist, not pastor, but shepherd, because the word pastor literally is shepherd and teacher. We're going to be looking at the importance of seeing the fivefold restored to the church. We are living in an incredible time, guys, and the current model of coming to church must change. It is changing, and it is facing extinction. There's more to it than just showing up in a building. God has been bringing us to the place where he wants to restore the right foundations. There is a purpose for the gathering. We do need to gather together. I'm not downplaying that. I believe in the local church. But what I'm saying is there is a greater work that is actually being built today again, afresh upon the foundation, primarily of apostles and prophets. We go to 1 Corinthians 12, 28 and 29. God has appointed these in the church first, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, gifts of healing, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues. And of course, he refers to the fact that not all are apostles and not all are prophets, not all are teachers, etc. In other words, there is a diversity and there is a place for plurality and functionality in terms of a symbiotic relationship where the fivefold is actually working together in collaboration. Another verse, Ephesians 2, verse number 20, the church is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Now, it's very important that we understand that the number five actually represents grace. In Acts chapter 4, verse 33, we read that the early church saw incredible power as the apostles bore witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ with great power. And then it says, and great grace was upon them all, meaning upon all the believers, all the disciples. Great grace in the New Testament language is mega grace. God wants to restore to the church mega grace. Grace is so much more than just simply saying, well, you know, it's unmerited favor. It's my sins being forgiven. No, Grace is so much more. It is the power of God working in us both to will and to do what pleases him. Grace, according to Romans 6, 14, causes us to not be under the law, but to overcome sin because grace is God empowering us to live 
righteously. Titus 2, 11 and 12, it says, the grace of God that brings salvation, soteria, has appeared to all men. Grace teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lusts, to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives while we wait for the return of Jesus Christ. So it's very important that we understand that God wants to restore this grace to his church. We are in a place where I believe we are going to see the most incredible demonstration of the grace of God that we've ever seen in the history of our world. And we are in a time where God wants to restore that grace. He wants to cause our world to understand how gracious he is, how good he is, but not only that he loves us and he forgives us, but that he gives us power to live the life that he wants us to live, that we can overcome sin, sickness, and Satan. We can live in a place where we see the power of God demonstrated on the earth, the gospel of the kingdom being preached not only in word, but in power. And the way this is going to happen is through a process of revival and reformation. Revival is being released on the earth today. God is doing incredible things. He's revisiting his church with fresh wind, with fresh breath, with fresh pneuma, and he's restoring his church to life, just like we read about in Ezekiel 37. But guys, there's also revelation being released, and that revelation is to give birth to reformation so that we actually build according to the biblical blueprint, that we do things according to God's way. It's okay to have revival. We need revival, but we have to take it a step further. Over the next couple of episodes, we're going to be taking a deep dive into Ezekiel chapter 37, and I'm going to be showing you prophetically that God is currently moving in a way in which he is working to restore, first of all, reformation to the church so that we can have sustainable revival without the proper wineskins. If we don't build on the correct blueprints and pattern, we are not going to see sustainable revival. Revival is a restoration of life. Revival is the church coming to a place where we're vibrant, where we are vital and we're making a difference in the world. And God wants us to walk in that continually. And the scripture talks about in Isaiah 30, that the light of the moon would be the light of the, as the light of the sun and the light of the sun would be seven times brighter. So the closer we get to the return of Jesus Christ, the more revelation and the more glory the church walks in. I really believe that God is wanting to restore that. And I thank you, Father, for your goodness in our lives. And I thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. And you're leading us in a season and a time where great grace is being restored to the church. The number five, the fivefold ministry, plays such an important role, such an integral part in what you want to do in these last days. Help us, Father, to never take for granted the gifts that you have given to your church. Lord, we honor apostles, we honor prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers today. We need each one of them, and we thank you for what you're doing in this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, and I look forward to catching up with you again next week on the Power of Five podcast. Thanks for listening to the Power of Five podcast. 
be sure to visit kingdomcommunity.global to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our awesome bonus content. See you next time on The Power of Five.